welcome back. This is our podcast where we talk about topics we have no business discussing because coaches don't play. My name's Kavya. I'm the voice that's always reminding you of your mortality so that you won't waste a day. And hey, I'm Pooja. I'm your pessimistic optimist in the house or an optimistic pessimist. Depends on the day. But I'm here to think and not take action. And today we have a special guest joining us. Do you want to introduce yourself, Lasia? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. I'm Lasia. I'm a junior at UNC. Uh, It's kind of weird to be here because I talk to Kavya about the podcast after like every episode, but I'm excited to actually talk on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, she's here to talk, not just listen. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so usually we just jump right into it, but today I was just going to ask you guys, how's your week been? I mean, yeah, I just got vaccinated like two days ago. I got my first dose, so that's exciting. Yeah, same here. Yeah. And um, because I'm a baby, I was crying about my arm being sore, (laughs) but now it's finally gone. So that's good. Yeah, no, I got vaccinated. I think it was on Wednesday. So a couple days ago. And then like my arm was sore, but also like I was really sick, like for 24 hours after that. So like basically every single symptom you could possibly think of. That being said, you can't get COVID from the COVID vaccine, just by the way. So um, it was obviously (laughs) just my immune system like fighting back which was not not fun I would say it was like I was very sick and I had a fever but um yeah so I was I guess like even thinking about the week before that I was sick then um so that's how I've been doing it's not been a great month for you not been great yeah (laughs) like one hospital visit later I'm fine so yeah Um, I just pre-registered for the vaccine, but the state center only opens on the 22nd on campus, so I'm patiently waiting with no further information. <laughs> yeah, like, they haven't given you guys any information, which is so weird, because I thought, like, I don't know, they're, like, an institution, so they would know, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I honestly think a lot of people yeah. <laughs> are just, like, calling, like, clinics, like, one hour before they close and just going. Yeah, yeah. Because they have, like, a bunch of, like, excess, like, vaccines. Like, when I was talking to a nurse when I went to get mine, she was saying that, like, so many times, like, people will just not, will, like, sign up, but then they won't show up, and then they'll have, like, a bunch of vaccines left over, right? And, like, they don't want to go to waste. And she was like, honestly, like, we've been calling people, and we still have some left over that go to waste. So she was like, I might just pull up at a random Walmart and then just start, like, giving them out. And I was like, dang. <laughs> and everyone was like, but what if you get, like, mobbed or something? And she was like, honestly, I'm willing to do it because we're wasting so much. Yeah. And I was like, that's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. You'd think they'd be better at this, but at distributing it, but no. They could only do so much. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how they're keeping track of, like, who's getting vaccinated or not. And all these, like, anti-maskers, like, anti-vax people, they're just not even mm-hmm. going to get a vaccine, so. Yeah, no, I feel bad because, like, as much as, like, I'm like, okay, well, it doesn't affect me if someone else doesn't get a vaccine because I'm about to get vaccinated. Like, my little brother can't get vaccinated because he's, like, 14. And, like, you can't get it unless I think you're 16 for some, for two of them and then 18 for Johnson & Johnson. So, like, that's kind of scary. And also, like, there's so many people who, like, have, like, I don't even know. Like, I don't know if they take, like, immunosuppressants or who, who are the people who can't get it. But there's plenty of people who can't get it as well. So that's kind of scary. Like, you know, they'll always have to wear a mask. I don't think anyone that's pregnant can get it either which is kind of yeah scary. that's true mm-hmm. they can't did you hear the news nc state is going fully in person next semester that's gonna be really interesting <laughs> oh my god i didn't hear that yeah you were telling me about that i think that probably unc charlotte's probably gonna do the same exact thing because like the way the professors have been talking they're like yeah just expect all classes to be in person blah blah, blah. so like i wouldn't be surprised if all the colleges went back to normal to be honest you know what's actually more strange is that nc state is planning to have an in-person spring commencement oh that's wild which is that's soon. wild. Yeah, that's very yeah. soon. I thought I was like, I, at least the next semester is a couple months. Yeah. Away. Hopefully we don't cause another spike, but I'm hoping enough people will be vaccinated by then. Some people are saying that state will require everyone to get vaccinated before they come back to campus, but I'm not so sure. Yeah, I don't think they can do that or if they even will, to be honest. Yeah, talk about college since we're on the topic. The episode that we're talking about today is going to be about our 20s. So we're going to be talking about college, hookup culture and mental health. Yeah, this is just like an amalgamation of like topics that we wanted to talk about about being 20 something. So just bear with us. (laughs) I guess you'll already know from the summary, but I always like to do an intro anyways. (laughs) What do you guys think of hookup culture in general? Yeah, I I immediately relate hookup culture to like college in general. But then Mm -hmm. like, I guess if you're talking about if it's like beneficial or not, like I don't even see how it couldn't 
benefit men. I think everything benefits men. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, whenever I think of, like, women participating in hookup culture, like, maybe this is wrong of me, but I always think of, like, call her daddy type feminism. If you guys have heard of that podcast. Please. Oh, when you said call her daddy feminism, like, that is its own thing. Hashtag girl boss. <laughs> It's like girl boss feminism. I know like the exact type of girl that you're talking about because yeah. That gave me like a physical reaction when you said that like podcast name. <laughs> We've talked about it so much. <laughs> like we yeah. have so many thoughts on that podcast. <laughs> no, even on like the topic, I'm totally going off topic. But like even when you mentioned that, like when I asked on my story one time, I was like, everyone like recommend like a podcast to me, right? Like so many people like told me to listen to Call Her Daddy. And then I listened to the podcast and I was like so offended because I was like, <laughs> what on earth possessed you to put this in my <laughs> answer yeah. choices? Like, why did you think that I would appreciate this? Because I hated it. Like I hated every minute of listening to that podcast. I remember I tried to listen to it for the first time, like, this semester in my dorm, and I, like, had it on, like, full blast, like, doing stuff around my room, and Roja literally came in and was like, what are Mm -hmm. you listening to? (laughs) Because it sounds horrible. (laughs) She was like, internalized misogyny, I'm so scared. I know. It's like where they act like it's empowering to act like men. Yeah. It's like, oh, you can't get oh them to act it's so right. Weird. So um, let me just meet them where they are. And I'm like, no, I don't think imitation yeah. is the best way to go. Because <laughs> now you both look a fool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is just acting like men because so many of the times they're like, play games, like hide your emotions, all that stuff like that. And like, that really is like acting like men. Because I think oftentimes, like, we think that men are very direct, but they're actually the complete opposite. Like, they're very passive in like the way they communicate. Forcing yourself to repress your emotions when you're taught to be expressive as a woman is just so like, it's so scary. Like, why would you want to do that? Yeah, because I don't know that many girls who like, okay, I know a lot of girls who might want to participate in hookup culture, but they end up catching feelings. So I just feel like Mm -hmm. it's not really meant for like the way girls process emotions. I feel like every single person I know that has like participate in hookup culture always catches feelings. Like I feel like you're definitely right. It seems like a way for men to get everything that they want without providing anything in return. It's because most of hookup culture like lies in like the gray area. Like people think, oh, we're being so direct. Like we're just saying like, oh, we want sex from each other. But like that is really communicated. Usually it's like a situationship and someone catches feelings, but they're too scared to say anything because they're like, oh, the other person probably does it. And I'm like, so there's no communication. There's no directness. (laughs) This seems dumb as fuck. I'm not sure because I feel like oftentimes like I equate women with like emotional intelligence and men with like lack thereof but like as I'm growing older and I'm meeting more women like I'm realizing that actually might not be the case like I hate to shit on my own kind but like I'm just saying like that's like a generational thing almost like the lack of emotional intelligence and I think that like a lot of people because I've even seen like men catch feelings whenever they like hook up with people or something like that right even though it's like less it still happens and I think that like a lot of times people kind of feel like they have to participate in hookup culture like when you come into college when without like processing like is it beneficial to me or like am I even cut out for it because I feel like if you don't participate or you don't want to participate in hookup culture it's kind of seen as like a oh you're a prude like that kind of thing not even like a prude but like oh like you can't not catch feelings for people that's so weird like you know it's it's really weird that people have the connotation that removing yourself from your emotions is better like that makes you better than other people i just think that's crazy like why would being in touch with your emotions be a bad Mm -hmm. thing (laughs) i don't think empathy is really rewarded in our society is the thing yeah no i agree or somehow like participating in hookup culture and like not caring is like some like don't give a fuck attitude like badass or something and it's just like idolized and i just think it's weird Especially mm-hmm. in your 20s, I feel like that's definitely idolized. Especially for women, too, because I feel like women are painted as so emotional. Even in when it comes to hookup culture, like, the idea is like, oh, the girl will catch a feeling. Even when men typically do. As yeah. Men, the idea is like, oh, the girl will catch feelings, so you have to keep her very distant. You have to make sure that she knows that you don't want to date her. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> 
that's the thing because like oftentimes like whenever we're like in conversation or something it's often like the woman facilitating the conversation or getting Mm -hmm. stuff out of the man like when you're on a date or something you know it's not like as much as men like to be like i'm the one in the lead like i'm the one wearing the pants or whatever it may be like oftentimes the woman is the one carrying the conversation they're like oh like you have a dog oh wow tell me about it Blah, blah 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 you know what i mean i think that's the thing and like that gives them the ability to stay detached or like be a mystery kind of thing it's you know perceived as like oh she's so much more interested in me than i'm interested in her and i was like no if the other person didn't do anything y'all would just be sitting there and staring at each other because what are you gonna talk about favorite color <laughs> <laughs> yeah like a lot of times women will be like oh like whenever i go on a date like i have to plan or i have to pick or like whatever it may be and like i guess that's where like you kind of have to have like a fuckboy mentality if you're gonna participate in hookup culture it's like obviously like you don't want to like completely detach from your emotions or anything but like i feel like if you don't have like that ability to stay detached or like be a mystery or whatever some women can do that like if you don't have that quality i feel like it's more difficult you may not benefit from it as much i also think like it's like gender norm switching is like appealing like almost like if you're a girl who participates in hookup culture and actually doesn't catch feelings mm-hmm. it's almost like you're one of the boys or something just because like every party you play like never have i ever all these things and like guys love it when girls are just so casual about like all their sexual experiences mm-hmm. that's true Especially I knew a lot of girls freshman year that would take so much pride in like, yeah, and then he caught feelings for me and I didn't even care. I just broke his heart and left. Yeah. Yeah, because it's so rare <laughs> that you're like, wow, like that happened. Like, I'm trying to think like, even though like I've never like liked people, like truly like them because I don't even know like their middle name or like their what their brother's name was or something like that. Like I have to think they're like interesting or like funny. Like they have to like have all those like even if I don't actually know them or even if I don't actually like them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. No, but even when we're talking about like how they don't like make conversation or like they they like are a mystery i think that oftentimes now that women have been talking about it like on social media and all these things they'll be like oh i would love a guy who's like woke i would love a guy who's like this right like i feel like these like semi-woke boys are like aware of like the cues that women are looking for to be worthy of being dated right so like they kind of play into that i feel like that facade only goes away like months into you dating them and like that's always so jarring to me yeah i mean just i don't know if this exactly has to do with it but it's like this whole trend Mm -hmm. of like guys painting their nails and wearing like rings and necklaces and stuff i'm like is this really for you or is this to appeal to women i mean yeah i don't really know or somehow the fact that they do those things they think it erases the fact that they're like still misogynistic yeah (laughs) yeah we've talked about this so much like nice guy syndrome yeah it's it's a disease (laughs) yeah they need to get that checked out yeah I guess, like, the next, like, real question is a little more personal where it's, like, why are you single? I've been single my whole life, baby. (laughs) I really. (laughs) This has been something that I've definitely thought about so much. And I'll tell you when I get an answer. I have a surface level one for now that I have, like, I feel is kind of accurate but not super accurate. (laughs) What about you, Asya? Okay, I mean, if I knew, maybe I wouldn't be single. But... I think I think it's kind of like I don't really go on dates and then I get kind of scared to put myself out there as like time goes on. Mm-hmm. I think I'm fine being single because like I never really feel like super lonely or anything like that. Like maybe it's like, oh, it would be nice to have a boyfriend, but I'm perfectly fine like not having one. And I guess like what Kavya was talking about earlier, like I find it really hard to be on dating apps because I have like absolutely no urge to like get to know people more when I don't already know them. Like, I I don't know if that makes sense, but like someone being like attractive isn't enough for me to be like, oh, I'm interested in your life. Mm -hmm. There's like almost nothing to work with on like dating apps anymore. Like I feel like for the generation above us, like when dating apps were more new, people would put so much personality on there. Like I remember watching those BuzzFeed like videos when I was younger where they were like, you have to showcase who you are fully. You need to have a photo of you with the hobby and you with the friend and this photo and this photo. And if oh you get one of those. And I'm like, I don't feel like people really do that anymore. Or at least like what I'm seeing. It's just like a couple photos of your face. Okay. <laughs> There's like nothing to work with. So nothing's really interesting. 
Yeah, I feel like the millennials... Is it millennials? Is it gen... What's the generation? I think it's millennials, right? Yeah, okay. So, like, the millennials on BuzzFeed, those are people who are, like, late into their 20s. So, like, they are looking to date, right? And, like, those are the Mm -hmm. people who, like, create well-developed profiles. So, like, oftentimes when you do see a super well-developed profile or something, it's kind of like, oh, like, they're looking for, like, something super serious or, like, to really get to know someone. (laughs) And, like, that's very, like, off-putting. You know what I mean? Like, even I probably wouldn't put, like, an actual... Like, I have... like plenty i'm very interesting but do you know what my profile says it literally says photographer i'm <laughs> like i have so much so many things going for me like i'm a podcaster i'm all these things but all it says is photographer because i'm like well why else would they why would they need to know all that like that's too much information no it's you know true because I mean? i'm like yeah. why would i put all that information about me like why would i put a whole bio like yeah on my profile like if they want to know because, they'll yeah. ask but that also gives everyone nothing to work with <laughs> yeah and i think like even with men when we look at their profiles i think they're the reason why they're so like dare i say ugly um is because <laughs> like you know so, some some of the guys that i see on these dating apps i'm like if i met them in person maybe i wouldn't think they're weird like you know what i mean or like mm. you know when you actually meet someone in person and you're like you're so much better than your profile like, you know yeah. how they always say, like, a guy looks worse in photos? Have you guys heard that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't really click until, like, I actually heard someone say this on TikTok. But they were basically saying that the male gaze goes so far because, like, even on dating apps, like, since men have always been so used to, like, performing for other men, like, they post things, like, on their dating app that, like, other men would like. Like, oftentimes you'll see them post, like, really gory pictures, like, with dead animals or, like, with them with, like, a scar or, like, in the hospital or, like, something really weird or, like, a gross joke in their bio. And I'm, like, that is, like, an automatic swipe left. But I think, like, since men would like it, they're kind of, like, oh, like, you know. (laughs) And I think women are so much better at that because our whole lives are spent, like, presenting ourselves to be, like, so attractive and, like, interesting and all these things, you know? Yeah, that's actually so true. Mm -hmm. Wait, I actually think you're really onto something because i've had like a couple of guy friends be like you have so many matches because like you're a woman and like you're pretty like it's so much easier for the girl because they get to choose and i'm like no if you actually think about it if men are really doing what they're saying like i have so many guy friends that are like i swipe yes on every single person i'm like if you're doing all that then why don't you have a million matches too (laughs) clearly it's because like women are used to performing for the male gaze but like men cannot appeal to like the female gaze like they just can't (laughs) I don't even think they really know what to go for. (laughs) But then I also wonder, like, okay, like on dating apps, if you're saying, like, okay, men are performing for, like, whatever, other men. Mm -hmm. Okay, then they're posting, like, all these pictures that aren't of their face and of their, like, hobbies and stuff. But, like, I don't Mm -hmm. like that because I can't see their face, obviously. (laughs) But then, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. if we're also performing for the male gaze since we're so used to it, like, why are all my pictures just, like, pictures of my face? Like, I don't have any pictures of my hobby. So is that something, like like men would be like oh she's narcissistic because she has no pictures of her hobbies obviously i don't care what men think but they're like oh you're narcissistic they're really just like okay she's hot and then they swipe yes like they're really just looking through photos of you to see like if they like how you look because i feel like okay i don't want to make like sweeping generalizations (laughs) but i feel like a lot of women they do lower their standards for appearances if they think the guy is interesting or if they think he's nice or if they think he's funny whereas for men i feel like it's the other way around like you need to as a girl you need to like meet a certain level of attractiveness and then they'll see like okay now that you're attractive i'll see like what are your hobbies are you funny like that kind of yeah yeah Yeah. because it's like looks first and then interests yeah like my swiping standards are literally like okay if you're hot i'll swipe right if you're like mediocre then i'll look at your bio like i don't even look at your bio (laughs) (laughs) no i can't spend too much time on them because like if i if i spend like a little like over a certain amount of time like i'll i like can physically feel my standards dropping (laughs) like i look at my matches the next day i'm like why did you do that my attention span is so short if i can't decipher like which one you are in less than three seconds absolutely it's over please stop putting group pictures when the first photo is a group photo i'm like stop and it's always it's never the cute one in the group (laughs) i was saying they do it on purpose they have a group photo and i'm like wait is it this guy it is never that guy this is what i do to make sure i'm not dropping my standards mm-hmm. i'll see the group photo in the first one and i'll be like 
only if it's this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then if it's not that, that guy, that guy's left. Yeah. And it's, it's, if it's a no, then I'm immediately mad. And I'm like, bye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> pissed off. You know, some girls will like, you know, I don't know if it's on like Twitter or like where like these things go viral, but it'll be like a girl swipes right and then she DMs the guy and she's like, hey, like your friend's cute or something like that, right? Because like there's so many instances where I'll be like, oh, their friend's cute, but like, nah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, who has that much courage? And then, like, it works out. Like, that's crazy. Imagine swiping yes on someone just to be like, not you, but can I get your friend's yeah. eye? <laughs> if someone did that to me, I would straight up people. cry. I honestly think you should be able to tag people in your dating profile. So that if you don't, you're not interested in them, you can go and click on their friend. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my God. That would be such a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I guess like when I'm thinking about like why I'm single or like what being single means to me, I agree with in the same thing in that like being single is like very much not part of my identity at all. Like until like I'm in a relationship and then I get right after I get out of the relationship, that is the only time when I'm aware of the fact that I'm single. I'm like, I think that's like the most. It's so apparent then because it's like a loss. Yeah, and I know a lot of people <laughs> like that because then they're like, oh, like time to like use my singleness and like, you know, and like they b- very much use that to like their advantage. But I like hate that because like up until I get into a relationship, I'll be like so comfortable in my singleness. That, like I literally have no idea that it's technically a part of my identity, you know, um, like whenever you fill out those forms, you always have to hit single but i like miss that like comfort of being like oh like it's not even Mm. anything serious for me i definitely think i feel like a big reason of why i'm single is like i don't even know what i'm looking for like even if i go on these dating apps and like i'll swipe because i think it's fun i'll do it with my friends and all that but then when it actually gets time to messaging people i'm like i don't want to message anyone like it just seems like so much work and i'm just like oh none of you guys seem interesting like because i don't even know like what i'm looking for and also the thing is for me it's not like I want someone there. Like, I also agree with Blasian that, like, I don't need someone to be there for me because I have, like, friends and I have a support system that I don't really, I'm not looking for a man. So if someone's going to come into my life, then they have to meet all the check boxes. Like, being with you is going to be fun. Like, it's going to be worth it. And, like, most men, I'm like, you don't seem very fun. <laughs> you, this doesn't seem like it would be interesting time. Like, I need to be able to hold, like, a good conversation with people and like trying to do that over texting apps is like so irritating because I remember when I was a freshman and I would be on dating apps I would text people so much just to get to know them but nowadays I feel like most people's mindset and even mine is like why would I want a pen pal you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so I've completely switched in the fact that like when I was younger I was like oh I have to get to know them before I go on the date but now I'm just like bitch just go on the date and you'll know in the first 10 minutes whether you like them or not <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah i know you really will and i've been telling you this for so long like coming to that realization during the pandemic was literally so annoying because i was like now that i'm ready just go on dates randomly i know can't see anyone not trying to catch covid <laughs> like so many of the activities that people would do with boys on dates like I just do that with my friends and I have so much fun doing it. Like we went on a picnic together and then going to paint a pot with my friend, like that's fun. And I feel like not a lot of people do that in college. Like a lot of people's like idea of hanging out is like staying at someone's apartment and drinking or like just hanging out, like getting boba or something. And like that is fun. But I also feel like a lot of date activities that people see as like a lot of effort or like as date activities, they could just be done with your friends. Like, And it's really fun because you know the other person. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Because every time, like, you know how I'm saying, like, whenever I would get out of or when I got out of a relationship, like, I was aware of, like, the fact that I was single. I was, it was very much just, like, me restructuring it and, like, being like, oh, like, this is time that you could be spending with, like, your friends. Like, Mm -hmm. this is time that you wish you had before and now you have it to yourself and to spend it with your friends. But, like, even, like, since I have, like three close friends or whatever like that hasn't made me more prone to dating but it does make me like when I date people I like they become like my one of my closest friends you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so like that is like a little more difficult because like there's like an overlap there so when you like break up it's also kind of like you're losing a friend you know and like I know everyone's always like I want to date my friend I want to date my friend but like have you had a friendship breakup (laughs) like those are hard No, friendship breakups are so difficult, but kind of to go back to what, like, Pooja was saying, like, Mm -hmm. literally realizing all of this during a pandemic is the worst thing, 
because like I was finally like junior year started I was like okay like I'm gonna be ready to do like casual dating whatnot and then I was like never mind I can't do this right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't know really what my what's gonna happen in terms of like my like me casual dating like once the pandemic is over I guess like it's not really something I was like I, well, I guess I already got it out of my system, like, freshman year. And, like, once I got it out of my system freshman year, after that, like, I don't know. I think mm. what's, like, crazy is, like, freshman year, I felt like I was asked out on dates a lot more. And I definitely had, like, more time to do things. And because of that, that's why I was, like, always on dating apps. Like, always, like, actually had time to communicate. Now I'm so bad because I literally, like, got this guy's Snapchat. And then he messaged me. And I messaged him back two weeks later. Like, that's so bad. (laughs) And, like, even now he responded to me. Still haven't responded. Like, that's just how I am now. And it's, like, I'm not even trying to be, like, terrible. But I just am. I feel like every girl can relate to the fact of, like, they used to get hit on way more when they were freshmen. And I was like, is that, like, I don't know if that's, like, a sus thing. Like, guys only really go for, like, younger girls. Or is it just, like, when you get older, you really stop caring? (laughs) Because for me, I was like, it could have been either. It could have been either. I haven't figured it out yet. No, like, even when Lassie is saying that whole, like, thing about how it's so hard to respond, I think it's because we know we're not going to hang out with them. We're not going to get to meet yeah. up with them, you know? It's like, I always talk about it. I'm like, everyone, even my, my friends, like, even my friends are, like, my pen pals now because I'm, like, texting them back and forth, like, essays, like, <laughs> like every, like, month or something or, like, having, like, long FaceTime calls because it's, like, you can't, like, meet up. So it's kind of just, like, okay, here's a life update. Okay, bye. Like, you know what I mean? That's, like, kind of hard because especially when you're mm-hmm. not trying to, like, get into a serious relationship, like, especially with you guys you're trying to start casual dating like why do you need to do this like writing letters to each other thing like it's just useless you know but yeah I think a lot of people like talk so long without going on dates and like since I've been like mostly like an extrovert obviously I'm I'm an ambivert or whatever but like I do like meeting up with people it's kind of like the same thing like you just go and hang out with them and then what like you just that's it you know yeah no exactly like I've had like way too many like not even talking stages I can't even call them talking stages because (laughs) They'll literally go on Snapchat and, like, no questions, just, like, pictures of your face for, like, three or four months. And then, like, (laughs) I, like, it's completely pointless. So then I'm just, like, I would honestly like it if, like, literally straight from Tinder you were just, like, okay, do you want to go on a date sometime? Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. that's so much better. Yeah, it is. I saw this one TikTok of this girl that said that, and that, like, changed my whole perspective. She was like, yeah, like, once I match with people and I decide, like, oh, like, I'm free Saturday, I'll just text, or not even, she wouldn't even wait till the weekend or anything. She'll just, like, text all her matches and be like, oh, are you free to get lunch, like, today? And if they say no, she'll just, like, go to the next person. And then, like, she'll just make it activities that she's going to do regardless of if there's someone there so she doesn't have to, like, plan for it or get ready. Like, if she's walking her dog, she'll say, like, oh, do you want to go on, like, a short walk with me? Or if she's going to get lunch, she's like, oh, do you want to get lunch on campus with me? And I was like, that is so wild. But that, No, I, was, I used like, to I do that. I feel like that could be such a good idea you used to do that yeah I used to do that like my freshman year I would like like I was when you told me that story when you were telling me about that TikTok and stuff I was like wait that was me like I would do that you know and it was like fun because I would basically be like in between classes I would be going to like get lunch in like the dining hall or not even the dining hall but like at a restaurant or something and then I would just like meet up with one of like the guys that I like I was messaging on tinder or whatever it may be and like it was fine and like sometimes like I think I've also never had like a bad I've never been on a bad date and like I also think it's because like I talk a lot okay (laughs) and like I'm also really like I ask a lot of questions so I will like force something out of you one way or another there will not be any silences (laughs) like you know what I mean (laughs) and like I do stress talk sometimes but still there was like one time where it was like kind of boring but I still like I still got Panda Express and like someone was there like I wasn't just staring at my phone or something so like yeah I would do stuff like that sometimes but yeah it is like a good method I don't even know if I will do it because like I thought about it because I was like senior year like I'm sure the pandemic will at least have decreased a little um hopefully fingers crossed Mm -hmm. but I was like will I even be doing that or will I be so busy like catching up with friends because also like once this pandemic is quote unquote quote unquote over everyone's talking about it like it's going to be over by the next school year which I don't think so but everyone's going to act like it regardless so 
when the pandemic is over, I feel like people are going to be so caught up trying to hang out with their friends. I don't know if everyone's going to be like looking to date and stuff, but who knows? I could be wrong. (laughs) I don't think you have to be like looking for it. I guess it depends on like the type of person you are, Mm -hmm. but like maybe for me, like I'm just like a very schedule oriented person and like I have to set goals for myself. Otherwise I know I'll like never do them. Mm -hmm. So like I was just thinking, okay, like I just feel like maybe even if the pandemic is isn't over like most everyone at least college students will be vaccinated so Mm -hmm. like I was just thinking okay like maybe like I'll like just say like I'll go on a date once a week and I'll just like if it if nobody asked me out I'll just take the initiative and just like ask somebody else out don't know if it will happen but that's that's a plan I feel like it could it could be really fun, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's uh, meeting new people, like, again, you know what I'm saying? If you take off the pressure off of dating and just, like, m- meeting new people, making new friends, and if you like one of them, it works out, I feel like it's so simple. <laughs> yeah, or if you have, like, another single friend, like, literally message, like, a Tinder match or, or something and just be like, oh, do you want to go on, like, a Zoom double date? And then it takes, like, the pressure <laughs> off completely because they can just bring a friend and you can bring a friend. And then if it's going bad, your internet connection is bad, just on the call. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Kavya we have to go on a double date. Like, before our college ends, we need to make a half it. <laughs> it would just be funny. Like, it would be so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that, like, even if you were to set a goal like that, it's so much more, like, achievable, like, post-pandemic, like, when everyone's vaccinated and all that. Because, like you guys said, like, you both have, like, that realization during the pandemic. And I think that's because people are so, like, deprived of human interaction that they're, like, down to do that yeah. kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm assuming that, like, even mm-hmm. people you'd want to date would be down to do that kind of stuff. Which is also, like, I was thinking about it. It was so weird that, like, the one time that I got a boyfriend or, like, I started dating someone was, like, during a pandemic like that's so weird but it happened you know i feel like everyone has been getting cuffed left and right it's so weird yeah you think people would be in less relationships but it's more yeah it's so weird (laughs) i have more friends in relationships now than i've ever had before Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) i was shocked on valentine's day i was like when did all of you guys get boyfriends (laughs) like what yeah I feel like because no, there's no interaction with people, like, people are actually looking more for boyfriends. It's like, if you oh, if you have someone you're talking to, it's like, oh, now I want to spend all my time with you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, they're not even seeing their friends or anything else. Yeah, that's what my thing was. Like, when I was, like, dating my ex, it was like, we would only see each other. And, like, that was, like, I guess safe also because it's, like, you only see, like, this one person. So I guess that's what people are looking for is, like, this one person who you can get human interaction from and, like, you know is safe or whatever it may be but like that can be like a slippery slope real fast like it becomes very hard because then you're kind of like codependent on this person because they're your only source of human interaction you know what i mean and like that i don't know i wonder how that'll work out like post pandemic you know a lot of college relationships are like that on the regular Mm, that's true though some of these motherfuckers be codependent yeah no i think that was really (laughs) jarring for me because like i've I've never been like that like you know what i mean like like i said i was single like and it was such Mm -hmm. a normal thing but yeah like even valentine's day is so fun for me because like I always spend it with my friends it's like a friend thing like you know so like whenever people are sad on valentine's day I'm like what the hell's wrong with you like stop being a party pooper like it's the best day ever (laughs) I was on twitter and people are being so emo and I was like valentine's day is literally so cute because it's like halloween part two there's like a theme the theme is very cute pink and red and hearts and shit adorable you get all this chocolate all this decorations there's a general happiness in the air (laughs) yeah I guess the other comparison to make is like, do women focus on being single more or less than men? I mean, I think so. I think so because I feel like if girls are single, people like want to know why more. And I think also girls, I don't know what it is, but I do think girls tend to talk about boys and relationships more than guys do. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do center their lives around it sometimes. So when, like, it's always, like, around you and stuff, that's why you also feel pressured to, like, get a boyfriend, even though it doesn't matter that much. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I have, like, a lot of guy friends, so, like, I think I can speak from that perspective. I don't know if it's more or less, honestly. I was more curious to know your guys' perspective on it. But, like, when it comes to guys, I feel like it's more about, like, sex than it is about relationships. Like, guys who haven't had sex yet, like, think it's, like such a big deal because there's also like they feel the pressure of being like oh like if i were to get with a girl like they're gonna expect me to know 
what I am doing and I don't know what I'm doing you know what I mean and I think that like sometimes like that can be kind of pressure especially for guys who like don't want to participate in hookup culture because a lot of times like that is like their powers that they can like you know get a lot of girls or like show off to other men that they can get a lot of girls you know so like there's that aspect when it comes to men I mean actually I think there's so much to like talk about with that I think maybe Mm -hmm. guys with guys talk about like sex a lot but I think that when guys talk to girls it's because they think it's like a free therapy session so of course they're (laughs) gonna talk about like all of their concerns in life because I feel like I've talked to guys in general they Mm -hmm. they just seem to ask me more about like what do girls think about this or like you know relationship type problem Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like girls talk about it more with their friends like oh i'm so single or like oh so and so in the friend group has a boyfriend it's really making me want to have a boyfriend i'm so single blah 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 but i feel like with guys it's such like a pervasive sadness like if they they don't have a girlfriend or if they've never had a girlfriend like the guys that i know that have like been single their whole lives i feel Mm -hmm. like it's such a hit to their ego like they're so upset about it they're like i've never had a girlfriend and like girls are the same but I don't know, like, I feel like, oh, girls at least talk about it with their other girlfriends. I feel like guys never talk about it with their friends, if, especially if they're, like, have always been single. I don't feel like they bring that shit up. <laughs> so it's, like, just them stewing inside. Yeah, but there's, like, a huge difference, I think, when girls complain about being single versus guys complaining about being single. Because I feel like girls are more single by choice, whereas guys aren't. Like, I think, like, I mean, yeah. girls are getting constantly, I I like... Agree hit on or like you know whatever like sometimes some guys have told me they don't have like that 99 plus people have liked you yeah, i was I like and how long yeah, have you yeah, been no, on? no yeah because when my friend saw that on mine he was like so you have so many people that swiped on you and i was like how do you not yeah <laughs> i thought it was like a given like that <laughs> but then also like I mean, this is, like, the difference between, like, things like Tinder and Hinge. Because, like, when you actually see who's liked you on Hinge, I'm like, I don't want you liking me in the first place. The fact that you can see my (laughs) photos makes me feel violated. The fact that you liked my photo is, like, no. I feel like also for guys, like, they usually have to take the lead and they usually have to, like, go after girls. So, like, when they're single, people are like, well, just, like, hit on more people or, like, do this and that. They also have to get rejected. Yeah, you have to get rejected over and over. And I feel like that's, like, that is a hit to the ego. <laughs> I would feel really, like, Yeah, no, upset. I was thinking about it. <laughs> like, you know how people are always like, oh, like, just make moves on guys. Like, just do it. Like, you know what I mean? Well, first of all, since I've always been comfortable being single and, like, I've never really wanted a relationship. I don't really make moves on guys. But I was thinking, I was really thinking about it. I was like, when have you ever and why don't you ever? You know what I mean? And I was thinking about it. And I was like, the few times mm-hmm. that I have, it's because like, I have no idea what the thought process was behind it. And every single time it was successful, like the couple times that I have, you know? And like, I'm sure that has to do with my ego. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I also don't think it's like a hit to your ego. Maybe I can't exactly speak for this just because like I feel like every time I've approached a guy, it's like been when mm-hmm. I'm drunk. Also, I'm 21, <laughs> so no worries. <laughs> but, <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> disclaimer, just in case anyone's listening. But I think that like at a party, okay, I don't know. I saw a tip for this. It's like don't approach guys with like a certain intention. I guess if you're not confident enough about it, just like go up to them and compliment them. Don't ask them for anything. Just be like, hey, you're really cute. And then just like walk away. Cause like after mm-hmm. that, then they know that you're interested and it's up to them. It's like the ball is in their court to make a decision. And then you mm-hmm. won't feel like embarrassed because it's not like you asked for something and got rejected. I've heard that advice given to like men as well. Like they'll be like, oh, if you see a cute girl, like, because, like, oftentimes, like, women are or feel pressure to, like, give men sex or whatever, like, whenever a man approaches them, you know what I mean? And they're like, oh, if you just take that pressure off of them, like, they're more likely to come to you, which is so weird um, <laughs> when it's framed that way. <laughs> but, yeah. But I don't really like that because I think, like, I don't know, I just feel very uncomfortable with, like, men complimenting because, like, it's just always creepy and, like, predatory. Yeah. yeah. It always, no matter what, feels like they want to. Yeah, something. or it's like, you, you beautiful goddess, let me spoil yeah. you. Like, that's the vibe yeah. I get from any compliment. There's, like, no way for a guy to be like, oh, you look really pretty without making it weird. Like, they always are doing a lot. <laughs> like, way too much. <laughs> it's very, like, Goldilocks in that, like, men do either way too much or they act so disinterested. I'm like, can none of y'all get it just right? <laughs> 
yeah so that's why i kind of like understand like men's concern about like you know not having sex or like you know just not like feeling like experience because like i'm not gonna lie i've like a lot of my girlfriends have been like oh my god that would be such a turn off if like a guy didn't know what he was doing and stuff so i can't say that their concern isn't like valid Mm -hmm. but then at the same time like i i feel like i'm okay with it but at the same time it's just like when a majority of girls have a different opinion i can't really be like oh no don't worry about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true i agree that's what i was that's why i brought it up because like when he was saying that i was like oh my god he's right like i do like i would judge a little bit like i would be like are you good like you know what i mean (laughs) but yeah but i feel like if a girl doesn't know what they're doing it's often like oh i'll show you like it's fine yeah. like you know what i mean or it's even seen as a good thing because it's like oh you're so innocent like you know what i mean which is weird in and of itself but you know yeah it is it is true do you think men have the responsibility to like do all the work like do you want them to put the first foot forward and like be the one chasing or chasing is such a weird word but you know <laughs> yeah i mean like i said like i don't make moves on men but it's I, I can't really like justify why other than like i've never wanted to it's not really something nothing has possessed me to do such a thing <laughs> like you know what i mean i've never been so moved by a man <laughs> you know what i mean yeah that's what it feels like if i were to do something <laughs> no i have like, to agree <laughs> i also think like okay the way that like girls are attracted to guys is so different from how guys are attracted to girls like i feel like mm-hmm. their peak attraction is when they first see you because like they just like project whatever image they want onto you and that's that's like yeah. ideal for like attractiveness and as soon as they get to know more about you they're like oh that's not what i oh thought my you were God. do i have something to say about that i have something to say about that hold on <laughs> basically i was thinking about this and i don't know if i've told both of you this but like this is something i've thought about a lot in that like all the people i've been romantically involved with or even like dated have like often seen me as like a manic pixie girl okay like a manic pixie dream girl and i've like noticed and like now it like has gone to a point like i'm a junior like i'm almost mm-hmm. a senior you know what i mean so i've like noticed the pattern and i'm like why is that because i was like am i projecting like the wrong version of myself like am i being like like am i playing into like this idea and i honestly just think like it's like an idealized version of yourself you know what i mean and i was like why does that make you uncomfortable because i feel like a lot of girls would do want to be like treated like the main character or treated like this dream girl or whatever but like oftentimes like that also comes with the burden of like being perfect you know what i mean you're almost like dehumanized it's like another way of like being objectified in a way because you're also like i have always felt this like feeling of like not being allowed to be myself you know what i mean like not being allowed to be flawed yeah, no, I completely agree because then when you actually like bring up any like burden or like traumas that you've had, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, like this is yeah. getting a bit serious. Yeah, like that spark of illusion is like gone. And then like once you've re- revealed that you're like a human, like al- almost feels like the interest isn't the same, you know? And like that's kind of sad because then it's like you're like stuck in this like box or like you feel like you have to like play this like character, you know? It makes people feel like like their personality is flawed. Like they have all these flaws when it's just them being human. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're kind of like the object of like their desired curiosity, you know? And it's like, I think a lot of times like that kind of makes it where like the relationship survives off the mystification of the woman, you know? And like turning them into a character. I actually think that's a big reason of why so many college relationships are actually very short or they just don't last Mm -hmm. as long or like they go sideways so quickly is I feel like both the girl and the guy when you first get into a relationship or like when you're swiping right on someone and like oh you're going on a date even I've noticed like it's like you create a perfect image of the other person and then the minute that you're like finding out the real person it's like you're immediately disappointed and I honestly don't think there's anything wrong with the disappointment it's just that I don't think many people can get past it like I feel like once people realize like oh they don't live up to my expectation of a perfect person they like immediately drop the relationship whereas the relationships that I've seen work it's like they are faced with that initial disappointment which may sound really bad but they still want to know the other person and then once they get to know them and they're like okay so like you're a person you have flaws there's actually this thing that's good about you that i never knew and this bad thing then like Mm -hmm. the relationship works but i feel like a lot of people can't get through that stage especially with like social media in college and on tinder like you're curating all these photos i feel like that expectation is even more clearly built and like it's almost an expectation that there will be an image 
image of me. Like, I know when people meet me for the first time, like, they're going to have an image of me from, like, my social media. And I'm not going to be able to, like, meet that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, like, a highlight reel. That's, like, all my good moments. And I'm, like, you, you, like, just make up a personality for people when you see, like, these photos. Oh, they must be this way. This photo means that they're mm-hmm. this. And it's, like, who's actually going to be exactly like that in real life? I think I have, like, an approach where I do assume people are flawed, especially, like, men. Um, I kind of just assume that. <laughs> what's gonna be the red flag yeah, today yeah because it's almost like especially like whenever like i start dating a guy like i'll always tell like not whenever but like there have been like one or two guys where i've dated them and i've been like oh like they're so perfect and then I, whenever i tell my friends i'm like okay so i'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop like i'm just waiting for the first red flag <laughs> and then when i find it i'm like oh guys okay yeah i found it like you know what i mean so like it's con- kind of like i also think that creates like a high tolerance for shit you know what i mean and so there's like a balance you have to find a balance it's weird because even if someone finds the red flags, it's like, oh, but there's all these positives. And like half the time, those positives are false. Like they're not even real. <laughs> so like the so-called balance in a person like doesn't even really exist. Okay. Also like going off of what Pooja said, like all these positives are like basic manners, like human decency. And yeah. Human <laughs> things are, like, positive. yeah, I agree. And also like, I just assume like men don't have emotional intelligence because they can't communicate and talk about their feelings. So that's always going to be like the bad thing. And that will just lead to so many more problems. So I guess it is natural to just assume, okay, they're not perfect human beings, but like, yeah, I agree. I mean, like, women will always be, like, yeah, that manic pixie, like, dream girl for someone. And, like, that's why I think, like, maybe because, like, I mean, I know we said, like, okay, maybe you want to be in a relationship with your friend. But I feel like those are the easiest ones in terms of, like, you wouldn't have those problems because they see you as, like, a person before, like, a sexual object, I feel like. Yeah, and you know what scares me about that, though, is that, like, whenever people start dating their friends, like, or especially, like, as, like, a woman, at least, like, when a guy, like, shows interest in me and, like, we were friends, like, we started off, like, purely as friends, like, that scares me because I'm, like, did you see me as a, like, sexualized object from the very beginning or were you trying to be my friend just because you wanted to be with me, you know what I mean? Like, that is a fear I have and that's the reason why I'll always be, like, oh, like, I could never date my friends, you know what I mean? Like, mostly because it makes me cringe, like, when I think about that, but, like, also just like because it's kind of scary like it is very much like even when you were talking about Pooja when you were like no matter the way they say like compliment you like it'll always be perceived as like a threat or like creepy and like that's how it is yeah or like literally have you guys seen that TikTok where like guys will literally straight up say when you like her so much you can't see her that way like you can't like, yeah think of having i was about to talk about that because yeah I've i'm seen like those. what and they're crazy. what <laughs> It's so like Madonna and horror complex if you just want to Google it, but it's fucking crazy. It's like once men like you enough, they stop seeing you as a sexual object. Mm-hmm. That's like so intense for no reason. Like, I just hate that. Like every time I think about it, I just it annoys me so much. Like it makes me so angry. <laughs> My question is, do you think the man in the relationship has more responsibility to take care of the woman? Like should men pay on the first date? My okay, this is my unpopular opinion. Okay, I know it's very problematic. I do think men have to make the first move. You have to come up with where we're going, or if I come up with it, like you're still paying on the date. Even if I ask you, to, we're gonna go to this restaurant, I feel like men have to pay on the first date. Not because I'm like, you have to be responsible for blah blah blah. I just think, like, imagine me doing all this work. <laughs> I get ready, I go to a place, like, I at least want to take care of me. <laughs> Wait, Lacia, what's your answer? Okay, well, first, I think men should just pay on the first date for, like, reparations and shit. But then (laughs) also, like, I guess, like, as a general rule, I thought, like, it should be the person who, like, asks the other person out. But then also, a lot of the times, like, first dates aren't, like, straightforwardly, like, oh, do you want to go out on a date? Like, it's just something Mm. both people decide. But, like... I guess, like, my general rule, like, if I were to go on a date, is, like, you pay at the end, right? So then... When you're paying at the end, if the date went well, then I would let them pay. But if I didn't think it went well, I would pay for myself because I feel like this weird thing of like owing someone something, like because they Mm -hmm. paid for me. Even if it's like a $10 meal, like bare minimum, I would be like, oh my God, they paid for the date. Like, I feel like I have to see them again or something. Oh, yeah. Like, theoretically, I feel like they should. But when I actually go, I'm like, this is awkward. Like, I kind of just want to (laughs) pay because it's weird letting someone else pay for you. 
yeah yeah no even when you're saying like whoever asks should pay on the day like a like yeah there is a confusion in that like oftentimes like it's never like oh this is a date people are often like oh do you want to hang out like or do you want to go to this place or something like the word date is like such a strong word like i remember when i was like dating someone and like roja and fuja would like always roast me because i would always be like yeah we're just like friends we're just like hanging out and like stuff and they're like you can call it what it is like you know what i mean because <laughs> we're like so scared of like labels and words and like especially like because like you don't want to seem more invested or more interested than you actually are because whoever does put the label on it first like is the one who like seems more interested and that's i think that's the reason why like women often want men to make those first moves of being like okay let me go as far as to say like men proposing like they want them to like express that they want to put a label on or they want to do this thing because oftentimes men do thrive off of like showing disinterest rather than like interest yeah or i don't i don't think this is an unpopular opinion i feel like a lot of girls feel this way but i feel like relationships only work out if guys like the girl more mm-hmm. because yeah. like yeah i feel like I they have advocate like advocate for that. yeah <laughs> they also have like issues with commitment so i just feel like like paying for a date or doing other things is like kind of an investment and if mm-hmm. they continuously like invest in a relationship that way then i feel the commitment yeah, no, actually, like, even when I'm thinking about that, no, this is something I've been thinking about a lot recently, because with the whole, like, how people pr- create, like, this manic pixie dream girl thing, like, around me, like, I've been thinking about, like, how that's the reason why men often like me more than I like them. Like, I've only dated people who have expressed clearly their interest in me, right? That's that's really made me question that idea, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, when men like you so much more, like, so much more, it's often because they don't actually know you you know what i mean or at least in my thing so it's like it's it's something to be balanced again the question is would you date a guy that you were more interested in he wasn't because wouldn't it feel like you're chasing after him yeah absolutely not i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i can't do that i can't do that like especially like even guys who like cannot carry a conversation like like i cannot like see like or at least like i cannot seriously date that person you know what i mean like maybe you can casually date them but like this is not gonna go anywhere like you know because my reasoning for that is that like men show their disinterest like so clearly like whenever i see my friends like chasing after the guy i'm like they just seem disinterested like why even bother but like the girl is so interested at that point that she's like willing to tough it out for like personally for me i feel like that's so much because also the guy i think seeing a girl chase after him becomes more disinterested because he's like oh well she'll do all the work like she'll do the heavy lifting of like like getting to know each other so it's like why try well i think it's also because they've created that like that like low standard that like oh like men don't try you know what i mean so it's kind of like oh mm-hmm. like when they don't text back or whatever it's like oh this is just how guys are like they just don't know how to express that they like me and like oftentimes like that's the excuses that i've heard like girls make where they'll be like no no no, i swear he likes me like when we're together it's like totally fine like you don't understand like you don't understand and i'm like I, I feel like I'm understanding. Like, I feel like I get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know? And it's like, honestly, because we often make excuses and we're like, oh, like, they just, they're really busy or like, they just like, don't text back or whatever. But like, oftentimes we do text back, especially like, have you ever like seen the difference when you actually genuinely like someone? Like, you're always texting them and like telling them things and all that stuff. Even if it's just with friends, you're like friends, new people that you're getting to know as a friend. Like, we often do express interest and show clearly but when it's like someone we're like eh, not really interested in like we don't put that same effort in yeah. you know even if it's not like consciously mm-hmm. like you'll always make time for people that you actually care about so mm-hmm. so i yeah, feel like I there is a tendency for like girls to like delude themselves into thinking that somebody wants a relationship when they don't because like they're obviously not making time for you when they're making time for every other person in their life yeah i agree no, but one thing that I was thinking of, like, as we were talking about this, was something Pooja was telling me about. And it was so interesting. And I want you to, like, say, I, I don't know if I'm going to say this correctly, so, like, go ahead and say it. But, like, I was basically talking about how, like, I was like, oh, like, I don't know, men don't spend a lot of, like, money on me or anything. Because we were basically talking about, like, dating rich or, like, marrying rich or whatever it may be, right? And I was like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, it's not like I date guys without money. Like, I always date guys with money who have money, but, like, they don't spend in on me or anything or like they're very cautious about like spending money and stuff and i don't understand why and puja you had an explanation for that well basically puja was doing a psychoanalysis on (laughs) my dating history so what i was talking about is like the way a guy makes money is really important and that's why like a lot of girls be like oh well he has so much money but he doesn't spend it on me like the reason that people do that 
like a big reason is especially if you work hourly if you work hourly everything that you do you're going to be calculating it hourly so like say you make $15 an hour if you spend like $45 on a date or like $80 on like a gift for a girl you're gonna be like that was this many hours of working like blah 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 and that's why people get so intense about it and the thing is a lot of people that are making their own money for the first time especially men get really caught up in that shit because then like having money becomes like super important to them so spending it on other people is like such a big deal for them and like imagine like this guy is spending money on you and he's like oh my god like i'm like spending money on this girl and it's like worth this many hours of me working like that's why they're not gonna do it (laughs) yeah and i don't even think that makes it as like an excuse for them because like that's still weird because like at the end of the day like even if you like made the money one way or another like if it's someone like you care about i feel like you wouldn't like pinch pennies like that but like it's also like makes me think of like the fact that like all the men i've dated are brown men also so like yeah like obviously they're making it from like internships and stuff but it's also like being like brown like you're often taught like the scarcity mindset of like you're there's like an aversion to like being poor or like even being anywhere close to having less money or whatever so like there's that that comes along with it but yeah lasia what do you think like spending any money is such a big deal and it's like yeah there's so much pride in having money i don't think it's just like a brown men issue maybe it's not even a brown people issue it's just Mm -hmm. because like i'm so stingy so i kind of relate to it as well Mm -hmm. i don't think it relates to like spending money on like a loved one or someone close to you my perspective on it is just like i've never had freedom you know and money to me is like freedom because like i'd never had discretionary like spending and i also like took so long for me to get my license so it's almost like when you have less money you have less control over what you can buy and do with your life and so like I don't know, like, I got, I mean, I, I also work, like, an hourly job, so I get the whole, like, hourly thing, because when I buy presents for, like, my family and stuff, I'll be like, okay, that was fucking two paychecks down <laughs> down the drain, like, that's that's honestly yeah. how I view it, even though it sounds bad, I'm still, like, it's on, honestly, like... But you think, like, you mentally calculate, like, I'm gonna have to work this many hours to, like, make it up, like, it's gonna take this much time, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I also completely disagree with the statement, like, it's the thought that counts. No, it's the fucking action, so... <laughs> so, like, for me, it's, like, I don't care that in my mind I'm stingy and, like, annoying, because at the end of the day, I still did it, and I'm not gonna complain to that person, oh my god, I spent $200 on you, or something like that. That's something that yeah. never, like, goes across my mind. Yeah, it is. I think for me, it's just like money is freedom. So spending money on someone means I have less freedom because maybe I can't buy the thing that I want or I don't know. I also have worked like hourly jobs and stuff like that. Right. But like, I think that like somehow like I, I, I mean, we've talked about this so often, like different episodes about like our relationships with money and stuff like that. And like for me, like I have more of like an abundant mindset because like that's kind of like my parents were like, oh, we can spend money on that. Like, you know, it's not even like I was rich or anything. It was just the way that they felt about money. If it's necessary to spend, you spend it, you know. And I think that like instead of like complaining about like the men that I'm dating, I feel like I also need to start dating people with that abundant mindset because like not it's not about the fact that they like spend the money and think and like are very aware of the fact that they're spending money about it on me it's the fact that they complain about it you know what i mean and it's like this thing that like they're like sacrificing for you almost not like a thing that they're doing out of love it's also like held against you oftentimes like even not even just money but just like generally like emotional labor or other things like that it's almost like a tally mark like this conversation has made me think like maybe that's like a new standard that i need to create is like i need to be dating people with like an abundant mindset or i need to date people who like don't hold grudges or like tally things or things like that i definitely think so i think once you have an abundance mindset somebody having a scarcity of mindset around you can be so off-putting yeah like i've had so really many friends is. like come talk to me about that and be like yeah like you do this thing and i'm like i'm trying to escape it but at the same time like i can understand why it would be so annoying because like it is almost like when people have a scarcity mindset and they do something for you they're like i sacrifice this thing like i'm providing you this and it is like a, feel- a feeling of like owing because to them it's like oh i'm doing so much for you and it's like if you have a scar uh, an abundance mindset you're like that wasn't like that's not a big deal so i don't know why you're holding it against me you know what i'm saying because it does feel that way and that they're holding it against you because they're like you should be thankful yeah. that i did this for you <laughs> or like i care so much that i did this and then you're like well that's not even like a big deal <laughs> yeah no because i've had conversations like this where like 
someone has brought up like oh like i did this and like i paid for this and, like i did all these things right and like the thing since i have a good abundant mindset like i know i do a lot of things and i know i pay for things and stuff like that mm -hmm. it's just that i don't even keep track of it because i don't think yeah. of it as like a thing that i'm sacrificing or a thing that i'm doing for them i'm just like oh i'll do this thing for you like you know what i mean <laughs> like keeping yeah. track of like the money that people owe me is an ordeal like i just don't do it like you know what i mean and i'm like whatever and it's not something that i hold against them but like yeah i think like oftentimes also like there's like this conversation that's been coming up recently that i think is really interesting like we don't even have to, even have to talk about it but i thought it was worth mentioning in that like there's like this conversation about dating from different classes like when you're older like when people grew up poor and they, they date someone who grew up middle class like that is apparently like something that's like causes a big rift between them because it's like it's the way you approach a lot of things not just money but like time and like all these things like maybe if you're middle class you're more likely to be late to something or like you know what i mean like there's like these little things that like really add up but like another thing i was just thinking of is like a scarcity mindset is like so negative and it makes everything like so transactional and like mm -hmm. i know you said like your parents like raised you with like an abundance mindset you know mm -hmm. but even my parents did too but i still am like i don't know like i think i have like i i monetarily like budget a lot but i'm still extremely mm -hmm. generous and also that mm -hmm. makes me think of friends who like don't spend money on me i'm like do they care about me Mm. I don't know. If yeah, that makes sense, but that's and I think that's I why, like, me men like the way that they spend money is also like a lot sometimes because like thinking of a meaning because the thing is like a lot of times people don't want, always need like really expensive gifts. They can even accept like meaningful gifts, but I feel like the emotional effort that that would take is like more than like actually spending a lot of money on like some big gift. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like guys like wait for anniversaries and they do like these big grand gifts and I'm like you could yeah. do something small and I'm, and if it was meaningful I'm sure it yeah I agree yeah yeah. Like. yeah but um we're just gonna leave it on that note so there's like a bunch of things that we talked about we ended up just like focusing on like what was it hookup culture dating should men pay on the first date let us know like especially if you're a man I want to know your answer like do you think men should pay on the first date but yeah. Give us your perspective and your viewpoint because we only yeah. have females right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thank you so much, Lasia, for coming on to our podcast. This was like super fun. We just like, you came up with so many things that we probably wouldn't have thought of ourselves. So I mean, I'm happy to be here. My sister was jealous that I was even on here. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, we wanted to talk to you about like mental health and stuff like that. So vote down below if you want Lasia back for that episode. <laughs> well, like, Hunger I have a lot to bitch. say about that, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah so like she'll probably be back on let us know what you guys think do you like it when we have guests and like having a new perspective thanks so much for listening y'all you can always rate us on apple Podcasts, i believe follow us on spotify dm us dm lasia while you're at it but yeah this was coaches don't play